Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated for a moment. You know, I've got to catch up here a little bit. I'm I'm way behind. And um, I was really thinking, you know, I know I haven't uh, been here to minister to you. But the truth is, as I began to think about that, and I thought, even though I wasn't here, I was ministering to you. Because I can't tell you all of the time Sister McGee and I have prayed for you all. And uh, many times, midnight hours, we'd get a text, somebody's sick. And uh, we would stop right then and get up and pray. So in a way, I was ministering. And then I thought, you know... I, I really was fulfilling, I hate to call it an obligation, but, but it's what it is. I, fulfilling a promise that I had made over 57 years ago. That when I took those vows and then took them again when we was married 50 years, that in sickness or health I would take care of my wife, my mate. And I'm so thankful that she's here. She's my helpmeet. And it hadn't been an easy year. I'm not going to stand up here and lie to you and tell you it's been an easy year. But I am going to tell you this, that God has been with us through every step of the way. He has not once failed us. There has been a lot of praying going on in our house. Sometimes we had to pray to make it through the night. And sometimes through the day. So, in our absence, let me, know, let me tell you that we were praying for you. That we were ministering unto you. Tonight, and this has been, I can say, long time coming. And I don't mean that in a bad way. But there has been a lot going on at our house this year. This has probably been the toughest year that we have ever had as husband and wife and ministry. We have fought a lot of battles, and I feel like we've won. Amen. Because of your prayers. And the saints of God, people pray in every place that God has brought us to this place. And I'm so thankful for that. I feel like this message has been a puzzle piece. It's not anything new. It's something that's been preached many times. Pastors preached it. I've preached in the past. But there was something in this. And I can't tell you when it was that pastor preached a little we use this verse use these verses of scriptures 
and probably maybe more than once in all that length of time, I don't know, but anyway, that there becomes something stirring in me after I've preached on this and after he's preached on it and I've heard many other ministers preach, God began to move on me in a different way. And I'm going to turn to Matthew chapter 14 and I'll, I'll see how this goes just... And um, Matthew chapter 14. This, this story is told in all the Gospels. It's told different in different way, but it's, it's the story that's told in Matthew 14. I'm going to start at verse number 14, and you will know right away that it's just a normal verse that we use a lot. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude. And was moved, everybody said moved, with compassion toward them. And he healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came unto him saying, this is a desert. Everybody said desert place. And the time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go into the villages and by themselves victuals but Jesus said unto them they need not depart give ye them to eat and they say unto him we have here but five loaves and two fishes he said bring them hither to me and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and he took the five loaves and the two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake. And gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up of the fragments. Everybody said the fragments. That remained twelve baskets Heavenly Father What this scripture ministers I want to do tonight I want to feed your people I want to encourage and strengthen them Lord I want to pray for them That they may be whole Ha ha Marel Kosi Minister to God through these lips of clay, Lord. God, I pray that you would let me hand them something to put in their basket. Oh, God, move tonight in that wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Jesus name. Thank you.
But I remember, I began to think about it, Brother Mike. I can remember in, in 1990 that God began to deal with me about work and about church. And I could still... I could still show you I could still show you the place in that power plant and I could have shown you kind of on the picture about where it was at in the length of that I could still show you where God spoke to me and said it's time to you to leave this job And the thing about it, when I left that job, we won't have never, we never will have any problems remembering when that was. It was on my wife's birthday, August the 1st, 1997. We walked away from that power plant for the last time, and I said, Dear, you better turn around and look back. There goes the security, worldly speaking. Brother Mike, I had just come through the shop area. I was headed west. And I walked into Unit 3 and had just started down Unit 3 and the Lord spoke to me. He said, call your family together. It's time for you to go full time. said that and, and as I was I'd just come through here and I'd been praying I don't know I just felt like I grabbed this old guitar because all I, all I sing is old songs well I sing some new ones I listen to them I like them too don't get me wrong I do listen to them sometimes go to sleep listening to them don't we Sister McGee almost every night but this guitar kind of strikes it off because brother Mason it's a it's like a 53 model, so it's, it's younger than I am, but not much. And I just picked it up and picked it up forever. It's an old Sears and Roebuck guitar. Brother Mike's dad used to, and his uncle used to play one just like it in church. At the First Kingsburg Church. Exactly same color, everything. And an old chorus hit me. Now, I want you to, if you just kind of get with me a little bit, you, you, I want you to sing it because uh, I think it'll speak to you a little bit even before I preach. Sweep over my soul, sweep over my soul, sweep. Spirit, sweep over my soul. My joy is complete while I kneel at His feet. Sweet Spirit, 
sweep over my soul sweep over my soul sweep over my soul sweet spirit sweep over my soul my rest it's complete, hallelujah, but I kneel at his feet, sweet spirit, sweep over my soul, sweep over my soul, sweep over my soul, sweet spirit. Sweep over my soul. My joy is complete while I kneel at his feet. Sweet spirit, sweep over my soul. Let's do it one more time and go in the rest. Sweep over. Over my soul, woo! Sweep over my soul, sweet spirit. Sweep over my soul. My rest is complete while I kneel at His feet, sweet. Spirit, sweep over my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, probably there might have been some of you young people never heard that before. That's good for you because it's part of my heritage. I'll, I'll leave you a part of my heritage. Because some of these people in here grew up on those. And God used them greatly. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to preach on this subject. The wasted fragments or not. And I, I'm really not even sure how I'm going to do this yet. But I may have to just to do this and just go from here. Man, y'all going to help, man. I don't want you unwrapping these. You got to keep them that way because we're going to fill the basket. It's going to have to be that way. I don't even know how many's in here. I think there's like maybe, I don't know, somewhere around 40 probably. I don't know. I'm going to put these young people busy after a while. 
Thank you, Jesus. Man, amen. I'm going to get me some help because I've had this help a long time. Thank you, Jesus. I'll get some new help here, too. Don't let the kids have them. Don't want to tear, tear them up. I'm not sure to give you one or not. You're still a kid. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say amen. You, you know what I'm doing. I'm passing out fragments. We're going to fill them up after a while. Going to fill it back up. That's all right, sister. If you, you know, it's all right. tall enough to make a basket, ain't you? Well, I guess you are too. Don't give me that look, Sister McGee. I, 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 I'm sorry. You have to help Dad throw his, okay? This is adults and, and, and teenagers and what have you. I need to give you two or three. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I've still got I still got fragments. I'll just give you some more, okay? Kennedy getting good. She said throw it, I can catch it. She'd had her sleeves up, she could have caught it too. Oh, yes. Pay attention, boy. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. I could have done this for church, but... Um, then you'd all know that's what I was doing, so I, I'm, on, I'm full of surprises. Pay attention. Pay attention. Take them up there. Where you at? Come on there. All right. There's three of them. Here, here we'll, we'll give them three more up there, brother. Give them two. Give them two of them. I think there's three. 
Thank you, Jesus. I finally got Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wasted fragments or not? Everybody knows how to say not. Now, I'm going to, verse 14 began to stand out to me. And it become my key verse. Because it says Jesus was moved with compassion. Now I'm, I'm not going to go there yet, but I am after a while. Because I, I feel like I got some things to say. Matthew Henry said something in his commentary that I wholly agree with. And it, it kind of struck home to me. And... I, I really believe that the presence of the Lord in a desert place makes it not only tolerable, but desirable. Come on now. And, and it makes the wilderness an Eden, if you please. Can anybody say amen? Now I want you to notice that the first thing that our Lord done was the Bible said he healed them. Hallelujah. Woo! Verse 14 said, and he was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed, everybody said healed, their sick. Glory. Hallelujah. And I began to think, Pastor McGee, that I guess we wasn't too far off, you that were in the second church with us, we weren't, wasn't too far off because many times we prayed for people at the beginning of the service. Think about that a little. Let that soak in. And I began, and the Lord began to deal with me sitting in my office, and, and I got something out of this, and it began to work on me that sometimes prayer at the beginning service is a good thing. Because if we could pray for people and hopefully God would touch them in the beginning of the service, then maybe they could get more out of the service. Maybe they could enjoy the service a little bit more. And I began to think if you want response, then heal them first. Glory. Oh, my Lord. I feel that all over me. If, if we want some response out of the crowd, then if we could just heal them first. If we could just pray for him first. And I want you to know that, see, we could start collecting fragments real quick because I, wanna, I want you to somehow grab a hold of what God began to deal with me in this message. That when we get close to somebody and the Spirit of the Lord moves upon that person, whether you realize it or not, there is fragments that comes off of their blessing. 
So if I get close, then Brother McGee can, he can put a little of something in here because it's a fragment. Come on. I give him a fragment now. We're putting it back in. So we're gathering fragments now because somebody is filled the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. When Sister Dawn gets all happy up here and she starts that, you know, that twirling stuff, you want to watch it because there's fragments come off of that. And it goes into the basket. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, when God begins to move in our midst, I don't care what you're doing. If you're worshiping, there's fragments come off of that. Come on. So it's all right to get close to somebody that's getting blessed because you'll feel what they're feeling. Hallelujah. Somebody gets a Holy Ghost, there's fragments come off of it. When somebody gets baptized in Jesus' name, then there's fragments that come off of it. Oh, she's going to put them both in. She put all her... She put all her eggs in one basket. That's all right. Hallelujah. And when Sister Mariah gets to singing like she was tonight, and I love to see my granddaughter sing. I love to hear her. But I'm going to tell you something. There's times that I sit there and I start swelling up in the Lord and just feel it, you know. So there's fragments come off of that. Oh, hallelujah. And, I, and now it's so great that we see Trevor now and every now and then I'll watch him and he's over here doing this. I think, man, he's a chip off the block and fragments start to fly. Oh, woo, glory. When I see these two girls and I see that, you ever watch them? They don't just sit here all the time. They, they come up here now. I don't know whether that does anything for you or not, but I'm going to tell you, I start feeling some fragments flying and I got my basket out. And I'm trying to get, oh, 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 yeah. Come on, we need our basket out. Hallelujah. Come on. If it moved Jesus, it ought to move us. Come on. When we look at people that need healing, that needs a blessing, that needs a financial thing, then we ought to have compassion, and it ought to move us. Oh, oh. So I'm moved by somebody's problem. Hey, this lady, she moves me. And she's got that husband coming part of the time. Watch out. It's just a matter of time. I can feel fragments coming. Woo! And I'm so happy this young lady right here is showing up. And I feel fragments coming off. Come on. Yeah. You don't need a dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when this five-footer here gets all wrapped up, I even feel fragments coming off of that. Oh, and when this other five-footer, oh, four point four nine. Doctor said it wasn't five foot, it's four nine. She can't even accept the five. Glory. Fragments coming off. Come on. Just claim it. Claim it in Jesus' name. Claim it. We claim it in Jesus' name. Come on, there's fragments flying, church. There's fragments flying. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Brother Brian, fragments fly off of it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, God's doing something in our midst. Hallelujah. Oh, just go ahead and throw it in there. Oh, yeah. Fragment. That was a fragment. Hallelujah. I may have to get up here and preach a little bit and then go again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to know something. Worship lets fragments fly. Come on. When somebody starts dancing in the spirit, fragments are flying. Oh, I want you to remember where worship begins. Hallelujah. Let me turn to Psalms chapter 100. I think I've got it up there. Psalms 100 and verse 4 says, Enter into his gates. Everybody said gates. With thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Oh, I wonder what it'd be like if when we come over the threshold of the door, we began to praise him. I wonder what our services would be like if we do it like the Bible says and we come into his gates praising him. Come on. I don't know about you, but I'm telling you, lately it feels good to thrust, cross the threshold into the house of God and feel his presence and be with his people. I feel fragments when I cross the threshold because I'm in the house of God, Sister McGee, for a change. Glory. Hallelujah. So, so we come in with thanksgiving. We come in with praise. And then Ezekiel 46, 2 and 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 42, 2 and 3. Hallelujah. 46, 2 and 3. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name, God. Glory be to your name. Glory be to your name. Psalms 46, 2 and 3. And the prince, everybody said the prince, shall enter by the way of the porch of that gate without and shall stand by the post of the gate. And the priest shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings. And he shall worship at the, everybody said, threshold of the gate. Then he shall go forth, and the gate shall not be shut until the evening. Likewise, the people of the land shall worship at the door. The people, everybody said the people, shall worship at the door, amen, of the gate before the Lord in the Sabbath and then the new moons. Let me tell you, if it's fit for a prince, amen, to worship when he gets to the threshold, I think it's good enough for us to worship when we come to the threshold of the house of God. Hallelujah. And when we start worshiping at the threshold, I'm going to tell you, I believe there's some things that starts happening at the back of the church. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on, Brother Pat. You got some more? Oh, yeah. Come on. Go with me. Come on, Brother Pat. I got to get him up, get him moving. He's been away way too long. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Glory. We'll let him stand out there a while. He'd be glad to come back in. 
Come on, Brother Pat. You got to come on in. Come on. I got to see your worship, though. You can't. You, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Come on. There's, there's pieces that's flying off. There's fragments that's been dispersed. And sometimes people can receive their healing just from the fragments. You'll receive the answer to your prayer just by somebody coming through the door praising God. Come on, church. It works. Just try it. Just try it out and see. Oh, hallelujah. So begin to worship at the threshold before you enter. Come on. On the other side of the threshold, begin to worship. But when you come into the gates, it's time. about you but that tells me it's time to hallelujah Woo! we're glory come on come on when the priest went into the holiest of holies he had bells on the bottom of his garment they tied a rope to him and he better go in and worship as he went they better hear the bells ringing because when the bells quit ringing he's a dead man come on if he wasn't going to worship, he was dead. I wonder what it'd be like in the house of God if we crossed the threshold and didn't worship and God just struck us dead. Oh. Yeah, we are commanded to do that. Hallelujah. Oh. Before entering. Come on. Hallelujah. I began to look at this. I began to study it. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I began to look about a prince. See what they said about a prince. And it said a prince was a suitor who filled the dreams of his beloved. Oh, check that out. A prince is a suitor. Glory. He's got his every eye on the beloved. Come on. I don't know about you, but if we come through the house of God and we've got our eyes on the Lord, something's going to happen in our service. Come on. It, it isn't just going to be a set down. It's going to be a stand up. It's going to be a worship. It's going to be a praise. It's going to be a jump. It's going to be a dance. It's going to be a run. Come on. Because we worship God. And it's part of our worship. It's part of our praise. It's part of lifting him up. It's part of it. Come on. It's part of healing. Can, oh, I said it's part of healing. Your worship is a part of somebody else's healing. Come on. Your worship can be the cause of somebody else getting well. Your worship can be the cause of somebody getting their prayer answered. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of people going home without their answer to prayer. Oh, I'm telling you, the devil's beat us down long enough. The last two years, it's, it's, it's been crazy. I mean, he shut the church down. That's what he wanted to do. And I can't tell you, I, I did hear, but it's been way back when, and I don't remember how many, how many churches really closed in that length of time. There's a bunch of them. It's, it's plumb mind-boggling. But there are silly people, crazy people just like us just kept on going to church. When they turned it loose to where we could actually come back, hey, man, 
people become to come back and worship God. And here we are. We're still worshiping God. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, the first time you come through these doors uh, after that pandemic, there ought to have been something happened to you. There ought to be some worship in you. There ought to be some excitement in you. Oh, and we come together, start worshiping, then there's something happens. Oh, fragments start to fly. People start being filled with the Holy Ghost. People start getting to heal. A move of God takes place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. I'm going to tell you, when I walked down Unit 3, down that mill bay that, that, that day, and God spoke to me, I'm telling you, there was fragments flying. It was back before diabetes days. And on Tuesday was my fast day. And I'd go to work. And I'd come dinner time. I went and hunted me a place to pray. Either way up high. Or out, out amongst the, you know, the fans or whatever. Wherever I could get a place to pray, I'd pray. And I'm sure, I know at times there was people, well, by the way, what's that stupid guy doing over there sitting down talking to himself? What they didn't know, I was talking to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And there was fragments. Come on, there was fragments flying. In fact, when I got to church that night and preached, there was still fragments flying. You know what? It was coming from the prayer that had already been administered early that day. I'm telling you, those things still fly when you get to church after you've had a good time of worship through the daytime. When you get to church, the things are still flying. God is still answering prayer in our midst. I'm going to tell them, Pastor. They don't care. This morning, and I walked back, he says, how are you doing? He said, I'm doing good, pretty good on it. I'm not satisfied with what I got. But I noticed, I, I told him after church, I said, I like it when you ain't got anything. Man, I'm telling you, when he started preaching, fragments began to fly. Come on, there was fragments. Yeah, yeah, fragments began to fly. God was doing something in this place. He was speaking to souls, even me. Come on. He was speaking to me. He was helping me. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. 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 A suitor. He's fulfilling the dreams of his beloved. You realize when you're worshiping, you are fulfilling God's dream. That's his dream for you. That's, he want, that's what he wants. When you're dancing in the spirit, you're fulfilling what God wants in your life. When you're worshiping and nobody else is worshiping, even though you feel all alone, keep on doing it. If your neighbor gets close enough, they're going to feel it and start worshiping too. Because fragments are flying. God is doing something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know whether you know it or not, but when I kick that leg, there's fragments flying. 
there's, it's, it's more than just my leg. Come on, there's something happening in this place and I can't stand it no more. So I got to kick that leg. I'm feeling something and I can't keep it in. It's like Jeremiah going down to Potter's house. He couldn't hold it any longer. He said, it's time to let this out. I've, oh, whoo! It's like power shut up in my bones. Whoo, glory. Hallelujah. Then let's go back. Matthew says that he was moved. Moved with compassion. Our Lord was moved. Everybody said our Lord was moved. And healed the sick. Put me up Hebrews 4, 15. Hebrews 4. For we have not. Y'all want to help me read that? For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. He was touched. He was moved. Now he's touched. The word moved means, now I want you to catch this because I don't guess I caught it like I should. But God began to open my eyes. When it said that the Lord was moved with compassion. You know what that's saying? Something happened on the inside. That means if you look that up in the Greek. It means his, his bowels yearn. Have you ever had some? Yeah it was yeah. Anybody ever called you and told you something? And it made you sick at your stomach? Or it excited you so much that your gut began to roll? Have you ever got so excited that your gut began to roll? Come on, y'all. Be truthful. Bunch of, bunch of people lying out here. When you get all excited, sometimes it's like butterflies. It's, there's a yearning in your stomach that's going on. Jesus was moved with compassion. Something began to happen on the inside of him. Let me tell you something. If something begins to move on the inside of you, you better get on your feet because something's about to happen. Come on. Some people that's hungry are going to be fed. Somebody's going to be healed. Come on. Because the first thing he done was healed them according to Matthew. Come on. He healed. Woo. Glory. Hallelujah. So maybe we need to come in and just pray for everybody first. All you that's sick, maybe maybe that's what Brother James should get you all out and say, okay, all you know, start service. Okay, all you that's sick, come on up here. We're going to pray for you so you'll be well for service. Yeah, she probably sat back there grinning all this guy. I know. I'm going to take you back a little while. Second church. I wonder what would happen if we'd see Sister Sarah get up and start, start this.
Y'all remember those days? You know what? There was fragments flying off of that. It's been a while since I've seen that. I'm praying for it again. Come on, church. Come on. There's certain things that some of you have done. Sister Sheila. When Sister Sheila gets up here in the corner and all at once something strikes her. Yeah, it just happened just a little bit ago. I can't do that too long. I'd be. But she can still do it and stand on her feet. Hey, there's fragments falling. It don't just happen to one. Let me tell you, everything you do affects somebody else. I got feeling pretty good, Brother Mason. My wife come back to church, I believe it was the first time. Had her, had her walker. She took off around the church. Fragments was flying. I don't know. Do you want them all? Woo! Guess what? There was some more fragments falling off because the next thing I seen, there was Sister Sarah following. I don't know, but that made me get in the march. Come on, church. Tell me that somebody else don't get excited move you. We need some people to move somebody else that's that close to them. We need to know, get enough spirit in this place that we're moved by other people. Lord, thank you, Jesus. His bowels yearned. Hebrews 4.15 He was touched by the field. When you're touched by somebody's feelings, God help us in this church. Let us not be so starch and prideful that we can't be moved by somebody's feelings. God, take out the pride. Come on, make us loosen up. So every now and then, we get Brother Ted, Freddie up here, and he's, he's doing this number. There's fragments flying. There's something happening in this place. Oh, God is moving. Hallelujah. Woo! There's a Holy Ghost in here. Oh, oh, oh. oh Jesus. In fact, I believe it's just last Sunday. I believe it was last Sunday. The sister, sister come up for prayer, I believe. Was that last Sunday? I'm lost track. I can't. But I'm telling you, when we was touching her, I felt something touching her. There was something going on. And there was fragments flying off. Yeah, 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 tonight too. Did you lose your fragment? When mama starts getting blessed, she starts speaking in tongues. She's up to the altar and things begin to happen. 
fragments fly off. As he got rid of both his, he threw them all in the, he put his eggs in one basket. Lazy. Thank you, Jesus. I'll tell you what. When when this guy sees Hunter come through the door, he gets so excited he can't handle it and fragments fly. Come on. Because he keeps telling me, he said, you know, one of these days Hunter's going to come and he's going to stay. Come on. We need to be touched by the feelings of his infirmity. We need to, come on. If he's got that feeling, then we need to grab a hold of that feeling. Say, okay, let's pray together that it happens. Let's let it happen. Let's not hold it back. I don't want to be the hold back of somebody receiving something good from God. It's when you're done. Let's say. It reminds my father-in-law of digging potatoes. But fragments fly. That's right. Woo! You feel them fragments? At least he's worshiping God. When our kids begin to worship, when Graceland, when Asher's, when Asher's on both sides get to worship in the Lord, fragments fly. When Addison begins to worship, fragments fly. Fragments fly. Something's happening. You know why? Our kids is picking up on something. Come on. They're receiving part of their heritage. Don't keep them from getting their heritage. Don't keep them from serving their God in worship and praise. Don't, don't, don't. I don't know whether y'all noticed or not, but me and Sister Milan caught it. Grayson was up here tonight, and it was, I liked I was about ready to fall over in the seat. It was so funny. do to keep my composure but you know what there ought to be something started in that there ought to be some excitement in that thank you sister Malin and brother Zach for passing it down there was fragments flying woo <laughs> Was it flying from you too, Alex? Oh, Sister Grace. Of course, she's got your name. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Woo. It'd be nice sometimes somebody lost their compassion and 
and lost their composure and just threw the basket up in the air. Fragments every place. I'm going to tell you, there was fragments flying when these two guys got born. I made a lot of trips. Mama, she always wait till. Yeah. I know she's a night owl. No wonder. You all were night owls. Morning owls. I got there just as they was taking her back. She hollered at dog. She said, I can't go yet. My pastor's not here. You know what? There was fragments flying. That doctor got the, he got the message. Come on. This lady's waiting on her pastor. I wish some more people around here would wait on their pastor. I wish they'd learn to listen to him. Come on. I wish when he opened his mouth, they'd be obedient. Come on, church. You get blessed if you would. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. Fragments fly out of our house all, all week. This week kind of really flying out of there because Sister McGee has just been kind of, she forgets the cane, she forgets the walker. I walked back in her bedroom the other day, back here in the bedroom, and I said, dear, where's the walker? Where's the cane? I don't know. Where is it? She didn't even remember where she left it. God. I just, I just like it when some of you just get, don't even know where you're at. I'd like for you to get lost a little bit. I wish you'd get caught away in the spirit, in a trance maybe. Get a, get a new revelation maybe. Come on. Get a feeling in your soul that says, i got to serve him like I've never served him before. i got to get it down pat. God's coming. I want to be ready. I want Glory. Who's got fragments? Oh, yeah. When Brother Alex gets up there and sings like he does, fragments start to fly. When Brother Jerry gets up there singing and playing the piano, fragments start to fly. Amen? Who's got some fragments? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh. Man, I like worship. I like worship. You putting his in, too? All right. That's right. Oh, you got three? I ain't going to give them to you right now. You can wait. Huh? Oh, well, that's good. Sister Jen found a fragment on the floor. Boy, pick it up and do something with it. Woo, glory. Sister Rhonda, come back to church. Fragments start flying. Woo. Hallelujah. Brother Mike got his. Yeah, okay, here. We got to get Brother Mike's fragments because you know what happens? Next thing you go, you go.
It's not in how fast you move. It's moving. Oh. Woo. Sister McGee can vouch for me. It's not in how fast you move. We used to have a lady that was in Albin Church when I was going with Sister McGee. She was Sister Bowman. She was animated in one place. She had pretty good sized shoes, too. And on a wood floor, it made a lot of noise. Man, she's moving around. She's one started fire in the church. I mean, hey, come on. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's when, yeah, it's when the, we had coal and wood, and, you know, that's the way it was heated. She started the fire. She'd walk all the way to church. She walked uh, probably, probably two miles, two miles to church, start the fire, and then get involved in the fire. Fragments come off that lady. She might have been old, but she wasn't. She was moving. Come on. It's all right to get old, but I want to keep on moving. I want to be able to praise him. I want to get out of here praising him. I want to get out of here worshiping him. I want some fragments to fly. Glory. I want fragments to fly. Oh, oh, oh yes. You still got fragments? Oh, glory. Guess what? When daddy walks through the door, fragments fly. Hey, I see another fragment down there. That's the floating one. That's all right. Let them floating ones float on around. Who else has got fragments? I noticed when somebody was here last week, there was some fragments flying. I'm not sure what kind, but they was fragments. It moved her. He's a worshiper. Yes, he is. That's a good way to do. Start out worshiping. My wife and I started out singing together. She had another boyfriend. I still sung with her. That's before she ever dated me. She was dating somebody else. She'd come up and sing with me. He couldn't sing. so He couldn't play an instrument. All he could do is clap his hands. I feel fragments coming loose. Bible said a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Some of you's taking some medicine. A good laugh would do you good. Come on. Let's get rid of our horse face and put a smile on it. Woo! Asher's got one. Quit your crying. Don't you cry. Put that thing in here. When Asher starts worshiping, he used to preach with me. And when he started preaching with me, I'm telling you, something started flying. It was fragments. And when he had, when he done that, Mama, hey, there was some fragments that let loose. 
The second church, I can remember, Sister McGee and I was talking about the other night. I think it was when Mariah and Zay was there maybe. Brother Jamie's daughter, middle daughter, Riley. Riley was my little girl. She loved, she loved Pastor. Just kind of remind you a little bit of that squirt back there. She's my little gal. That Graceland, she's just my little gal. That's all there is to it. And I'd be preaching. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be walking the aisles and preaching. And you know what? If they didn't watch that little girl, the first thing you know, she'd come just, you all remember that? She'd come as hard as she could running and jump up my arms and I'd just grab her and just keep on preaching. You know what? That was fragment. Come on. Some of you don't realize what's happening with these kids. Come on. There's something that moves them on the inside. Come on. It's not only because they see you. It's because they're feeling something. They're feeling some happiness. They're feeling the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Man, is this all right? I feel like I'm long-winded tonight. I guess I got the right. Glory. Let me go ahead and preach. He was moved with compassion. So much moved that he healed them. He stopped right there and began to heal people. Hallelujah. Because he was touched with the feeling of their infirmities. He felt what they felt. Now, I'm, I hate to tell this story because it's on myself, but you know, you got to watch how you pray. My granddaughter, Andrea, at 15 years old, Sister McGee and I was getting ready to go to Minister's Conference in Pigeon, Tennessee, Pigeon Forge. And Andrea ended up in the hospital. And we went, and it was so sad because she found out, found out she was a number one diabetic at, at 15 years old. Brother Mason had moved me. I'm her grandpa. She was, I'm one of her favorites. I used to rub her little face and her arm, put her to sleep when we lived in a parsonage. And if I dared to get up, she'd say, Papa, I ain't asleep yet. So I'd keep on rubbing till she'd go to sleep before I could get up. So she'd become special in that way because at 15 years old, she'd become a diabetic, a number one diabetic. It's no fun because after all these years of me taking medicine, found out as a number one and not a number two, and I've been on the, the wrong medicine all these years. And it worked on me so much. I said, Lord, I want to feel her pain. Seven months later, I showed up and I had diabetes. Watch how you pray. How bad do you want to feel somebody else's pain? Yet Jesus, every time he looked at somebody, he felt their infirmities. He felt. Everybody said he felt. He, I don't care. You think, well, no, nobody knows how I feel. Yes, he does. He knows exactly how you feel because he feels your infirmities. Your trials, he feels them. Your mistakes, he feels the sorriness for them mistakes. 
That feeling. That feeling. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. We almost got a full bag. Not, not quite yet. Somebody still got some more. Hallelujah. He was touched with their infirmities. In the Greek, that means he felt sympathy. And I, I, found, and I found a word here that just uh, kind of struck me, and, I, and, and, and it added to that, and I, it had an implication. Commissert. I thought, what in the world is that? I got to looking at it. And I found out. And it shows, I don't know, Russia must have them kind of naturally because in their army there's one, and what they do is they're delivering goods to men that need it that's in the fight. Are you hearing me? Jesus is our commissary. Come on. He feels sympathy, and he's carrying supplies to us. Come on. He supplies your every need. Come on. He's our Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. He'll never leave you, never forsake you. He'll be with you always, even until the end. Oh, Jesus. Mark says he taught them. Luke says he taught. Now, this is, of course, the physician. He says, he taught them and healed them and fed them. Think about that a little bit. John says, he fed them. Glory. Come on, church. Jesus fed them. I want you to to take a look. I'm going to try to rush here. There were no chairs There were no tables. There were no cloths to spread. There were no napkins to lay down. There were no knives or forks. They sat down on the grass. No pomp. No splendor. No special seats. Let me remind you here of one thing. Those who cling to Christ, He will help. Those that stay with Him, come on, through the long haul, Many of these had walked miles and miles because they had just seen him and they'd seen the miracles he had done. Come on. They'd seen all the mighty things that he's done and some of them didn't get healed yet, so they went to get healed. And they walked all that distance so they could get healed and they could see a move of God. Oh, I pray that people right in, oh, this is sad, but there's people right in their own city that wouldn't walk a country block to go to church. Come on. Yeah, we got people in the foreign fields who walk for miles and miles and, and some of them two and three days to get to church so they can feel the fragments, so they can get a hold of something. Oh, woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. We need to praise God for his provisions. Jesus blessed Amen. The bread. And he blessed the fishes. And the Bible said he broke them and he gave them to his disciples and his disciples to the multitude. 
I'm going to tell you something. When Jesus blesses it and breaks it, there will always be leftovers. He never gives you just enough. He'll give you more than enough. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to just speak to you ministers. I'm going to tell you ministers. Ministers can never fill people's hearts unless God fills their hands. You hear me? I said minister can never fill anybody's heart unless God fills their hands. No way you can get your hands filled is getting in the Word of God, studying it, praying about it, seeking God. That's the only way you're going to get it. Nobody's going to hand it to you. Glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. The food was multiplied in the distribution. Hear me. I said the food was multiplied in the distribution. Grace and faith grows when acting upon, but other things decrease by use. But spiritual gifts increase by use. If you want more of something, do it more. If you want more gifts, if you want to move a God in your life, then do something with what you've got. Who's got some stuff to throw in here? Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. When the Word of God is going forth. There's fragments flying. Who else has got them? Who else has got them? All right, you took those. It's all right, you're close enough, Mom, feel them fragments. Is this it? Oh, yeah, there's, here's a, here's one. It had a fragment here, it looks like. No, it like another one right here. You got more than you're supposed to be supposed to end up with more than you have, ain't you? Anybody else got fragments? Yeah, I don't think so. No? Why not? No fragments in here? Oh, Jesus. Twelve baskets of fragments. Everybody said 12 baskets of fragments. <sighs> Jesus. It was multiplied in the distribution. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And it happens like this in the church. Because... It's a proper place and the proper station. And we got to do it orderly and pack it together firmly. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4, 16. Ephesians 4, 16. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted. Everybody said compacted. That which every joint supplied according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body 
unto the edifying of itself. Let me tell you, connection is important. You might not be getting any fragments because you're not connected. You don't feel no infirmities. You don't feel nothing from anybody else. You don't get close to anybody else. I'm not going to get close to so-and-so. I'm sure not going to get close to Bishop because he's allowed to start that dancing and stuff and kicking that leg. And I don't want to get close to him. It's allowed to rub off. So, miss out on your fragments. That's all right. Uh-huh. See, every joint, everybody said every joint. Every joint supplies. It's what you bring. That's, that's, how, that's how we get an increase. It's what you bring. Glory. Supplies something. Everybody supplies something. Most of you in here tonight, you had a fragment or two or three. You supplied something in the basket. Let me see. Every joint, every joint supplied. Let me tell you something. There ought to be a connection. If this arm, if this forearm wasn't connected to this, I wouldn't be able to do anything with this arm. Come on, if your knee don't bend, honey, you're in bad shape. If your hip isn't connected, it's a bad thing. Ask Sister McGee. It'll make you shorter on one side. An inch and a half or so, we found it laying on the table. You could see it. No problem. And the doctor said, well, we'll have to stretch that back out and put it in place. So I know I haven't checked her to see if she's any taller or not. But Come on. Every joint supplies something. You know. Do you realize how many joints you've got that bends and goes? Every, you know where it all comes from? Right up here it tells you where it's supposed to happen. It starts in the head. Glory. It's the brain, I hope. Glory. Hallelujah. The body will increase by what you bring. So if, you do, if it don't increase, don't blame pastor. If you ain't picking up on any fragments, honey, it isn't going to grow. Hallelujah. If we aren't connected, nothing happens. Hallelujah. Luke 6.38. I'm shutting down. Sounds like a double portion to me. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed together, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you met with it shall be measured to you. Everybody said again. Is that not what happened? They started out with 12 baskets. Give to all of them, and they took up 12 baskets at the end. Glory, hallelujah. They took up 12 baskets of fragment. What they gave, they received back again and more. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Fragments is a piece of something. It's a piece of the whole. Can I tell you that the fragment is a piece of the real thing? 
Fragments are important because when Paul got shipwrecked, everybody got to land on pieces of boards, just fragments of a ship that was broken up. Nobody drowned because of the fragments. You know that you may be the cause of somebody not drowning or going under because of the fragments that's come from your life. The blessing that you got close to and received. Hallelujah. What you bring to church causes fragments throughout our praise and worship. And if we're connected, it brings healing, miracles, signs, and wonder. How many baskets have we wasted? Let me remind you what the Lord gives is not bare and scanty, but it's rich and it's plentiful and it's overflowing and it's like seed that's sown by the handfuls. It's brought in by the sheep. Hallelujah. But Mason, you can come. I've done something y'all didn't know I've done. All of these has got something on them. I put about, I don't know, 35, 40 things in there that you might need some, some help, maybe something that you're looking for. When you get home, you can open that up or on your way home. Or maybe you need it now so you can shout. Well, no, it may just be just what you need. This may be your fragment. Oh. Praying you get what you need, okay? One thing that you'll have to say about Bishop and all the years I've preached to you, I very seldom give you a message that don't cost me something. Usually I have to buy something to get get my message across oh I'm sorry brother Mike but you know what in real life you may have to chase your fragment <laughs> Woo! Somebody don't let that go. I'm just here.
ever need them. Brother Andrew, those upstairs need a fragment. what? These people up here need a double anointing. Not that they ain't anointed. But do you realize what sometimes they got to sing against? You don't understand. It ain't always easy to sing in here. Pastor needs some. What these people deal with, they need some. Brother James, when you stand behind that pulpit, you need some things. You want to take about three more up there or so? Here. Okay, here. 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 Just take some up there and spread them out. How many you got there? Eight is new beginnings. That husband of yours needs to be saved. No. I'm going to tell you, I prayed over these for I, I prayed over them before I wadded them up. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Here, here, you deserve double. All right, y'all. I got my fragments passed out. It's wasted fragments or not. I hope it's not a waste. I hope we don't waste anything. See, we'll have no way of knowing whether they use those after the, the, the baskets again or not. But I know how we are. Now we are at home. About the second time with leftovers, we're ready to get rid of them. Pitch them. Throw them away. But I'm going to tell you, in the church, we need not waste fragments. Somebody's soul's at stake. Somebody's healing's at stake. Somebody needs the fragments that's coming off of your worship. Would you stand with me? This altar is open tonight.
I hope you got something that you need. I know one person did, for sure. She showed me. Altars open. I'm through, y'all. Sorry, I was lengthy. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.